Hey, this is Max, and welcome to the Throne System Podcast. So, today's episode is going to be a little different, um, I guess. So, one of, just a little backstory, one of my favorite shows from when I was younger is Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, and if you guys have seen the show, you may know why, if you if you like seen, the, it, in, seen it in its entirety. Um, but if if you haven't, basically it is... An American TV show, it's an American cartoon show that um, I believe started in like 2002 or three or something and then went for like about a year. It's about 60 episodes and it is labeled as a kid's show. You know, it's it's produced by Nickelodeon or it was produced by Nickelodeon. And the reason I want to talk about it is because recently it's been, um, I guess, licensed to premiere on Netflix, right? It's on Netflix right now. And, you know, if you haven't seen it, I highly, highly recommend it. You know, it's, it is labeled as a kid's show and there, there are, you know, child appropriate themes. You know, there's not, a, there's not actually a lot of death. There is death. It does happen every now and again, but there's no like gore. There's no vi- like extreme violence. There's none of that. Um, and the story of it is essentially you have a world very similar to ours in a way where there, you know, there's humans, um, all different shapes and sizes, all different colors and backgrounds. There's four separate sort of, um, kingdoms, like nations that each possess certain abilities. You know, they each control a specific element, you know, fire, water, earth, and air. And it draws a lot of strong influence from, you know, the Asian sort of like culture, like Chinese, Korean, Japanese. Um, there's also they also draw from you know like um, Native American culture, like indigenous peoples culture. Like there's, I don't know if Eskimo is a proper term, but there are like Eskimo themes. There's um, Native American themes for like you know all the indigenous people from the Americas. Um, there's also I believe like Middle Eastern themes and some African themes. But essentially. What it is, is it takes certain elements from Japanese anime and applies it to American animation. It's a very good series in terms of visuals, but it's also an amazing series in terms of story. And the story goes, you know, there's one, no, each nation has certain people that can control a certain element, so there's four nations. But there's one specific person known as the Avatar who can control all four, and this person basically cycles through each nation through each lifetime so a lot very similar to the the path of nirvana you know they they go from life to life like reincarnation to reincarnation and their essential job is to create balance and to protect the world and they're the bridge between like the spirit world and the the human world there's a whole backstory to it but this particular series the 60 episodes split up into three seasons essentially follows literally a kid, like a 12-year-old, who's the Avatar. During a time of great turmoil, there's there's a 100-year war going on, and his job is basically to, to end the war. And so the reason I think it's an amazing series, and the reason I want to talk about it now, is because there are a lot of themes, and there's a lot of like very subtle underlying... Um, sort of like takes and draws that you can get from it you know what i mean it's like again it's 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 a 12 year old you know and so he's thrust into this adult 
reality where he is essentially the savior of the world. He's the protector of the world at 12 years old. And he has to do all this before he even knows, you know, truly who he is, before he's even fully developed, before he's even hit puberty. And that is a very scary reality. You know, it it is reality for, for some people where, you know, they may not be saving the world, but they are, you know, sort of, uh, they're thrust into the real world and they're thrust into this adult life, you know. They're given so much responsibility, so much is demanded of them. And they don't know how to cope with it. And it's it's very interesting because, um, again, spoiler alert, you know, I'm going to be spoiling some things. I'm not going to spoil the whole story, but I will spoil bits and pieces. And essentially, you know, he, happy ending, he, it, he does do what he's supposed to do, but not in the way that people would imagine. Because in the very beginning, you get the sense that he's, you know, he's he's a coward. You know, he's a, he's a pacifist. He doesn't like to fight. He runs away from his problems. And in the beginning, I'll be honest, I, I didn't really enjoy his character. But then as the series goes on, especially after I rewatched it just a couple of a uh, couple of weeks ago, it dawned on me that 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 you know, he, he grew up. He really did develop his himself through this journey. But it also stems from the fact that he was raised this way. He was raised to be a pacifist. He was raised as a monk. He was raised as um, as an airbender. I'm just going to spoil that part, but it's really not spoiling because he's the last airbender. But he is an airbender, and their essential goal in life is to sort of avert danger, avert conflict, to avoid these situations, to bypass these situations. And that's why he runs away. That's why he's a pacifist. That's why he has genuine fear of his responsibilities because you raise this child on this idea or these ideals that you are essentially, you know, a a peacekeeper. You're someone that really just doesn't, isn't aggressive, doesn't prefer conflict, in fact, actively avoids conflict, isn't, you know, outspoken and, and is very open and very, kind and generous and then you tell him after you've raised him this way during a time when he's supposed to be developing himself he's supposed to be going through changes in his life you tell him that that's wrong this is what you're supposed to be doing this everything you've learned is wrong and that's just that's a scary thought because that is again a reality for people there are people out in the world that are taught one thing and then as soon as they hit a certain age or as soon as they, you know, go to a certain area, it's something else. You know, it's, everything in their life was a lie. And that is a real thing. And I just sort of, after rewatching the series, I get it now. You know, and it's, it's, it is scary. And it, I, I think that's one of the reasons, one of the many reasons that this series is good, that this show is good. You know, there's a lot of other sort of developments like that. A lot of uh, personalities and characters within the show that go through very similar changes. You know, you have this one character who goes from a sexist macho man to a very kind and, and very sensitive, you know, he he is a warrior. You know, that's why he's so macho. That's why he's so sexist. But then towards the end, he grows up to be this, this true form sort of caring caretaker. Like a... A big brother to everyone and that's 
one of the changes you get to see because literally the whole show revolves around kids. I think the oldest main character is 15 or something. Very young. And they are thrust into this very adult world with very adult themes in a very childish sort of uh, mindset. This very childish perspective because they are children. And they're, you know, it's just an amazing display of reality without actually admitting it. Because there are scenes of death, like I said. There are scenes where people die in front of these kids. And they have to live with it. There are scenes where they've, they, I believe, let me think. I'm trying to remember if they actually killed anyone themselves. Uh, no, they, they just see death. But that's, that's the main thing. They also have the option to kill and whether or not they do it. Um, and of course I spoiled that part. They don't actually, none of the main characters kill anyone. But um, there there are instances of it. The option of it. And, you know, thankfully they turn away from it. But that's not a choice that real people get in the real world. Sometimes it really does twist you. You know, the world, the, the world's ideologies twists you to commit these acts of death and killing and i believe you know the the main theme of the show is understanding who you are and understanding what your purpose is and living with it living with what has been given to you what fate has you know basically like shoved into your face you know what destiny has brought to you that this is what you have to live with. But there's also the theme of knowing you have the option to choose that. You have the option. It's not a command. It is a suggestion. It is a sort of like an advice. You know, this is your most likely path, but it is not your only path. And I think that is very brilliant. It's it's a great show like really if you guys have time if you have netflix watch it the episodes aren't very long they're about 20 minutes um especially without commercials and they're just it's it's good it's a good series the first season i'll admit is is slow and there are parts of it that i didn't really enjoy but season two especially towards the end it it, it is really good if you're if you're into it and i believe a lot of people will get into it and by the third by the third season man it it is good like the the story of it is fantastic and if you really sort of not invest but if you really like pay attention to these characters it's incredible it is good and on top of that you know the there is a lot of diversity there is a lot of uh, representation because like i said there's there's a lot that um, a lot of the sort of like cultural themes and, and aspects, you 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 would look at it and you would think that it's mostly Asian. But there again, there are Native American themes. There are Native like there are um, African themes, Indigenous themes throughout the entire. Uh, I think there's even like Aztec, but there, it, it's just like all these cultures coming together without actually stating that they are different. You know, it's just who they are. And then there's representations of, uh, you know, different races, even different disabilities. Like there's this one character who is um, a 12-year-old girl, 12-year-old blind girl. 
who's one of the strongest characters in the show. Like, bar none, one of the strongest. At 12 years old. Like, she is a prodigy. And I think that's a great representation because you could, like, obviously a blind person won't be able to watch it. But just knowing that there is a blind person in the show that is a badass, I, I think that's that's a good representation. You know, there's other characters with various disabilities and various mental issues that are representative of real world. And I'll be honest, you know, there's a there's a sequel like spin-off series called uh, Legend of Korra. I really didn't care for that one, but there are th- a lot of stronger themes in that one. Stronger themes about equality and about dealing with your demons. Like I've mentioned this a whole hell of a lot about dealing with your demons, about learning truly who you are and and what negative traits you have and how that can affect you. And that's a big theme in the in the sequel series. And again, like the original series, there are themes of basically conflicting interests within yourself that I think if you really watch and you really pay attention to all these different ideas, all these different themes and the development of each and every character, you know, it really does grow on you. And it really does carry on into other aspects of your life if you let it, of course. You know, and again, it's uh, it's really funny. I think it's kind of ironic how these are kids shows and a lot of adults, even a lot of teenagers, they don't give a second thought to it because it's a kids show. What's it going to teach me? You know, that's like the whole the whole thing. Like um, my girlfriend doesn't want to watch it because it's a kids show. But really, these kids shows have very adult themes very adult ideas because it's it's like subliminal messaging you're telling these kids that hey look this may not be real but the issues are real the conflicts are real i mean look at all the books out there hunger games you know harry potter um divergent all these books that became movies they're supposed to be kids books they're supposed to be young adult novels and yet they have very adult themes. They have very real themes. And the reason I mention those is because of everything that's going on right now. Um, I don't really want to talk about that. I know it will slip in every now and again, but um, that's probably the most blatant and direct reference that I'll, I'll mention as of now. Anyway, you know, child like yeah, children's like shows, movies, books, even. There are really adult themes, and it's it's meant to teach them that. It's meant to teach them certain things. It's meant to show them certain things. And there's no reason that as an adult, you can't enjoy it. I'll happily admit I enjoy it. You know? I, I'll happily admit that Naruto is actually one of these shows. Like, it's Naruto is a Japanese anime, if you haven't ever seen it. It's one of the shows that taught me a lot of the things that I still talk about now. A lot of the things that I still think about now, a lot of the things that I are, are really my mantras in life, you know, to, to think a certain way, to feel a certain way, to see the world in a certain way. That's That was taught to me by, by Naruto and by Avatar. I've realized that now after finally going back and watching it again. 
after finally looking back at those things that I watched as a kid. And that's, it's there's so many strong themes, and I cannot recommend it enough. Those two shows, I would def- I would definitely recommend Avatar before Naruto because Naruto is like fucking a thousand episodes, which is ridiculous. But Avatar, if you have the time, please watch it because you will learn something from it if you allow yourself to learn from it. And I know some of you might be probably even turn this off, probably rolling your eyes, but it really does have very good messages that if you take to heart, I guarantee you, you will look at the world differently and and you will probably feel a little better about yourself. But anyway, that was just a really quick uh, rant and ramble. And I just wanted to put it out there that this is one of the shows I highly, highly recommend, especially cartoon shows. It's probably my number one top five. I'll say that just to be safe. Top five cartoon shows that I recommend and probably definitely top 10 shows in general, series in general that I recommend everyone watch because it's, I'll say it, it is so powerful. If, If you pay attention to it, it is very powerful. There's the themes are so strong and the messages are so brilliant. If you take it all in, I guarantee you, you'll get something out of it for sure. And there are a lot of things about it that I'm missing just because this is like a spur to the moment um, episode. But yeah, and I, I just can't recommend it enough. If you have a Netflix, if you don't have a Netflix, um, there are certain websites that you can get it from. I think like Kid kid Movies 1, 2, 3 or some shit. But man, it, it's it's out there. Watch it. It's very short. 60 episodes, like I said, about 20 minutes each episode. So it's not going to take a long time to watch it all. And, um, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, but aside from that, watch it or not, you know, it's up to you. But um, if you guys are new to this show and you want to hear more, feel free to subscribe or follow whatever you're doing, wherever you're listening. And if you didn't, you know, leave a review. Even if you did like it, you know, give me a comment, give me a review. It's only one of the ways to sort of uh, either help me out or, or not help me if you don't want to. And if you guys are old listeners and your regulars, thank you so much for the continued support. Um, everyone stay safe out there. You know, it's crazy times with, you know, the coronavirus and all that, and especially with the uh, protests and all that going on, especially in the U.S. You know, it, it can be scary. Um, it's it, it really can be. You know, I uh, I don't live in a very rough city. You know, Charlotte's actually very calm, um, but we hear helicopters every day. Um, throughout the night even and uh, for you know any of my black brothers and sisters out there stay safe guys you know it's 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 dangerous um, it really is and even aside from the protests even aside from the movements going on the virus is still out there and uh, I want you guys to stay safe um, I really do care about human life um, even if I can be sort of a sort of a pessimist sometimes either way thank you guys so much for listening have an amazing day get out there get hungry and good luck Mm -hmm.